Hey everyone, did you think it was gonna be different? Well, so did I. What I've learned is that I'm not your typical daughter, mom, ex-wife, business owner, or maybe I am, but I just don't know it because no one talks about it. We are all too busy with a bunch of different balls in the air to take time to process, well, just about anything. But that is all gonna change with this tribe. Ladies, I'm one of you. I've been there and done that. And we don't need to go through it alone. Will we be practical? Yep. Will we be goofy? Absolutely. Will we swear? You bet your sweet ass. By the way, little secret, this is not going to be the podcast you want to listen to in the van with your kids. So ladies, slip on your heels because we all feel more powerful in heels. Grab your wine because it's five o'clock somewhere. And let's dive into Not Your 1950s Housewife with me, Gina Seminary. All right, everybody. Good morning. Happy Thursday. I'm so glad to have all of our listeners back for this awesome episode today. I am so lucky to have met a local celebrity, Carrie Jones. Carrie has a knack for and love for connecting people, whether it's the right career, the right person, or the right colors. So she graduated from Syracuse University and worked for over two decades in the retail industry as a human resources executive before completely changing courses and becoming a certified personal color consultant and image, an image consultant. In 2005, she established her personal color analysis studio outside of Rochester, New York, and Pittsburgh. She's an industry leader and innovator and has developed her own line of personal swatch books, botanically-based cosmetics, and provides a wide variety of colorful clothing and accessories to clients all over the globe. Her business, Indigo Tones, allows her to combine her passion for teaching, natural alternatives, career development, personal enrichment, and color. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you, Gina. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. This has been a long time coming. I know this is going to be an awesome conversation, but as I was reading your bio, the thing that jumped out the most to me is that you had 20 years in human resources before you decided to do this. So why the change? Well, you know, when I went off to college in the 80s, it was, it was definitely the era of, you know, go to business school. Every, everything was about business, business, business. And I went to Syracuse University and I went, I was in the business school of management and it was great. And I knew that the part I liked about, about the world the most was people. So I, I went down the path of being in human resources and I loved so many aspects of that job. I loved helping, you know, people get the right jobs. I loved uh, you know, being in management and, you know, getting everything organized and coordinated so that, you know, they call it human resources now, but back when I did it, it was called personnel management. Yes. And, you know, it was like managing people, you know, uh-huh. and then it became more of like, this is an asset. This is, these are resources. And I just, I really loved the people aspect of business. I loved, you know, communicating with people. I loved making things fit and I loved creating systems that would make the experience at work better. But I just found that 
I wasn't tapping into the creative part of my life. And I had been really interested in art history when I was in college and I actually had a minor in that. Hmm. And while I was, while I was taking a little bit of a break from having a regular, you know, full-time job, I did, I was doing consulting work and I became aware of personal color analysis. I had my colors done in sort of an a system that was done in the 80s that was very simplified compared to what I do now. And it just clicked with me. It was like, this is something that people would significantly benefit from in the, in the business world. I noticed that as I was interviewing and hiring, I, I would remember people based on what they were wearing, what color they were wearing. And I didn't remember anybody that was in black or, and I just thought it was such a simple, natural thing that could be helpful. And it just was a real click with me. It, allow, it would, you know, it would allow me to stay, you know, keep my hand in the business world, but also have that people connection and tap into color and art and all those things that were, you know, my interests. It's really funny that you mentioned kind of the basic 80s color analysis, because I had the opportunity to do this with you a few weeks ago. I treated myself for my 40th birthday. And before I went, my mom's like, what are you doing today? I'm like, oh, I'm going to see, you know, Carrie. She's a color stylist in Pittsburgh. She goes, oh, well, let me know if you're winter, spring, summer, or fall. And that's where it stopped. And when right. I got, when I walked out, I called my mom and she was like, so let me guess, you're like a fall. And I was like, first of all, no. And second of all, there's 12 options, not four anymore, mom. And she was like, wow, things have changed. <laughs> so, you know, how did it go from the basic 80s colors of just kind of seasonal to this 12 what do they call it? The 12 seasonal tone personal color analysis system. I mean, now it's like this thing. Well, well, I call it a 12 season uh, seasonal tone harmonies. But the, the truth is, is that the system that I use was actually the, the origins of the science behind personal color analysis. And what happened is, you know, way, way back in the 20s and 30s, uh, lots of different um, scientists and artists were exploring this. And what happened in the 80s is, just like with a lot of things, some, some companies came along that said, okay, we're going to simplify this and make this really accessible. We're going to have parties. We're going to have people just, you know, yes. bring it back to like four things. You're either a winter, you're a spring, you're a summer or, or an autumn. And what they would do is they would link the seasons of the year to someone's personal coloring. And the problem was, is that the seasons are, are subtly distinct from each other as you move around the 12 months of the year. And so the system that I use and that I have, you know, expanded on and developed and used some of my own concepts and some of my own theories is that we really, as we move from, say, certainly here in Rochester from February into March, there's a lot of variation between you know, between the winter and the spring, right? And there's a lot of variation between where we are right now and the colors that we see in the landscape. We as human beings fit into the same color schemes and the same color harmonies that we see in the seasonal tones. And that's what I, that's what I scientifically analyze and figure out where we fall into those seasons. So the system that they did in the 80s and 90s and it was very, very limited in terms of training. It was very, very limited in terms of tools and that kind of thing uh, was great. I mean, it was a great, it, it got a lot of people familiar with the, four, with the seasonal aspects of personal color analysis, but what it was so limiting and that it didn't work for everybody. And so it became more of a fad 
than actually something that was a valuable tool, which, you know, me and, you know, some, a few other people are, are bringing back the origins of, you know, something that was much, much, much more scientific and expansive than that. And that's what you experienced. You experienced, you know, really definitive, lots more testing, uh, a studio environment rather than, you know, going to somebody's house and just doing a party. Um, we, we take out the, the person's hair color if they've, if they've colored their hair. You know, I know that back when I first had my, my colors done way, 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 way back, you know, all those years ago, if I had bleached my hair blonde, they would give me colors that went with my bleached hair, not with my natural hair, you know? So I keep a very, very natural environment so that everything is based on what we look like naturally. And, and in nature, everything is an, always in perfect balance. And so we always bring everything back to what, you know, what, what nature gave us. And, and that's what I loved about doing it with you. Cause I remember when my girlfriend, Amy suggested this, she goes, you should really treat yourself for your 40th and have your colors done. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, I find that interesting because at the time I had colored my hair, like an auburn red type of thing. And I said to her, I go, will she help me with my hair color? And, and she looks at me, she goes, she's going to tell you to go natural. I go, well, that's what I need to hear. I said, because I feel like I'm doing that. And I liked that part of your process because you know, you're looking at the skin tone, you're looking at their personality, you're looking at the hair color. Um, so you're really doing the whole thing versus just, oh, you also did makeup too. I mean, like you did the full thing versus just like, hey, here are the clothes you should wear, or hey, here's the hair color you should have. Or, you know, it's, you could walk out of there being like, all right, I have a really good idea of what this whole picture should look like based on my natural colors, not like you said, the auburn colored that I had in my hair at that time, which I found extremely beneficial. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm not against coloring your hair. I mean, I went gray in my twenties and so <sighs> I've been, I've been coloring my hair and I'm just not quite ready to make that, to make that leap yet. But, uh, you know, and a lot of people are, and I think it's wonderful because when your hair is its natural color, it's always perfect for you. Your gray is the perfect gray. Your brown is the perfect brown. Uh, the hair gets a lot of blame when we feel washed out or we feel like we're not vibrant enough. But in truth, when we wear the right colors and our makeup, the minimal, minimal makeup is right, your hair is perfect. But if you're somebody like me who really doesn't you know, want to be gray, I'm by knowing and understanding what my, what my seasonal tone harmony is and what my natural colors were, it helps me to make good choices as to what colors to put in my hair. And for somebody who wants to do something that's a little funky or fun, we can make shade recommendations that will enhance your whole look rather than detract from it. So Natural is always perfect. It's always the cheapest, simplest, easiest way to go. But for those people who, who choose to want to do color or who want to go, you know, a little bit more funky or who want to, you know, cover the gray or whatever, whatever your choice is with coloring your hair, we make really good choices that will, you know, not stifle your creativity and will enhance the whole look that you're giving. And I, un I explain to people why, you know, the whole process that I do, again, what distinguishes what I do from, you know, somebody who's just handing you a palette of colors is understanding that seasonal tone harmony that you're in and how the colors react to each other and how they'll react to you on your body and bringing in your personality so that I'm not, you know, telling you to go out and buy some 
big bold necklace if that's not what you like to wear or you know mix and match these colors in a certain way if that's not how you like to do it so it's very very comprehensive so that when somebody walks out of a personal color analysis with me and my studio they really are armed with all the information and the tools that they need to simplify and not you know it, it it becomes then a process for shopping and for putting together a wardrobe that works that's seamless simple and you know really kind of cuts to the chase yeah. and i feel like too like you like you had mentioned um earlier the whole idea is to be more confident and authentic with your personality and your colors and i find that interesting because never would i ever have thought that when we did mine i would be a bright winter um, and I would love to explain to our listeners exactly what that means, but I'm going to let you as the expert do that because if, remember when I told you, I'm like, I kind of have a feeling of what I am. And you were like, I'll be curious to see if it was right. I was completely wrong. So as a bright winner, like if we use that as an example, what does that mean about me and my colors? Well, I like, I, I compare the 12 seasonal tone harmonies that I have with the, with the 12 months of the year. And of course I live in the Northeast, uh, United States. And so to me, winter would be December, January, and February. Spring is March, April, May. Summer is June, July, August. And autumn is September, October, November. So to me, bright winter would be like February, which is sort of the end of the winter season. And to me, I look at, I, I try to identify three things about my clients and every color in the world has these three characteristics and so does every person in the world. And for example, one of those things is, are, is somebody dark or light. Usually people like you, Gina, who have dark hair, darker eyes, darker skin are in one of the dark seasons, which are autumn and winter. So as a bright winner, you are dark and that was not a surprise to either one of us, right? Right. The second thing I try to identify is whether you lean more cool or you lean more warm. And we identified that you definitely lean more towards cool. Anytime I put you in a color that had a lot of yellow in it or gold in it, it turns your face kind of yellowish and you just looked sallow. So you leaned more cool. And then the third thing I try to identify is do you need vibrant, bold, bright colors or, or do you look overwhelmed in bright colors and the, or do you need softer, more muted colors? You looked really washed out anytime I put you in anything soft or muted. And so you clearly needed bright, bold colors. And sometimes it's a real fit with a person's personality. I mean, you have bright, bold energy and bright, bold um, you know, ideas and just everything about you was bright and bold too, which made it even more fun because what we identified about you then as a bright winner was that you, you were, you lean towards dark, you lean towards cool and you lean towards bright. And so the colors that we see um, on your swatch book, and there's, there's a whole range of blues for you and reds for you and pinks for you and greens for you and metallics and whites and grays and neutrals. And, you know, rather than being um, constrictive, what I find most people, when I hand them a palette of colors, they're like, I didn't know I could wear all these colors. I mean, I knew I could wear one or two colors and I know I look great in teal or I know I look great mm -hmm. in this one. But when I handed you that palette of colors, there were a lot of pinks and greens and colors yes. like that on there that you were like, I didn't have any idea I could try those. And where the confidence, things, confidence thing comes in 
is that you wouldn't have had the confidence to go out and try one of those bold fuchsias had you not been, you know, seen how it looked on you. And so rather than, like I said before, rather than being constrictive, you now have the confidence to try new things and you know how to put them together and you know how to, how to blend them with your personality and the way you like to dress and that kind of thing. I think it's hysterical because I do take that swatch book with me and sure as shit, I was at DSW last week and I had my swatch book out and I was trying on fuchsia heels and like bright, and bright <laughs> yellow and royal blue and like, like you told me, like jewel tones, like brights. And never would I ever have done that. And unfortunately, just the way the shoes fit, the yellows were the best. So now I have like a bright pair of yellow shoes, which is not anything I would do, but I literally had my swatch book with like the yellow shoes being like, okay, this is the right tone. Like this is a yes. <laughs> <laughs> How fun, right? I mean, people have such a blast with this. And, you know, on somebody who needs more muted colors, that's not what we're going for. We would never want to recommend that. But that's what's so fun about this whole thing is that it's, it's tailored to the way your colors interact with each other. And it's tailored towards the way you interact with the colors and your personality, too, a little it, bit, you know. It's funny, too, because now, like, you also went so far as to be like, hey, I wouldn't necessarily wear gold jewelry. jewelry. I would wear more silver jewelry which no one's ever told me, right? So I had like 50-50 gold and silver in my closet. And now like I look at those gold ones and whenever like I have just the small inclination of like wanting to wear one, I feel like I'm cheating on my silvers and wondering if it's like really going to sweep <laughs> my colors. Like I'm, I'm a rule follower. So like if someone tells me wear silver, not gold, I should wear silver, not gold. It's just as simple as that. But I feel like I'm like cheating on something when I wear the gold. <laughs> well, the thing that the thing that's so great about it is that when you sat there and had the color analysis and when I put that gold metallic drape on you or anytime I put warm colors on you, you saw with your own eyes what it did to your skin. Oh, I look you and how it, right. And it made your eyes look sallow and the whole thing. So you you're less likely to be inclined to wear something that you know, look, yet you saw yourself not looking great in. And I, I find that that's the way it is for me with, with black. Now, black looks great on you and a, on a lot of my clients, but I happen to be really light and, you know, my coloring is a lot lighter and black for me is just way too harsh, way too dark, way too heavy. And it brings out shadows in my face and it, it just doesn't go, you know, with any of the colors that resonate with me. So I build my wardrobe you know, my neutrals are more whites and grays versus the blacks. But for you, black is awesome. But I don't feel any, I don't feel badly ignoring black when I walk into a store and I don't even look at it anymore. You know, I'm just so used to having seen how it doesn't do anything for me, you know? Right. Yep. So then is it safe to assume, right? Like I have brown hair, brown eyes, darker skin. Is it so simple to say that other people who have brown hair, brown eyes, and darker skin would also be bright winner? Uh, no, absolutely not. That's, that's where, that was one of the fallacies of the system in the 80s. It was too limiting. I have clients, there's 12 different seasonal tone harmonies, and I have clients with brown hair, brown eyes, and, you know, medium to dark skin in you know, many of my seasons. And so that's where an actual draping in the, in the neutral environment in my studio is critical. And 
people will oftentimes ask me, you know, Hey, can you, you know, I live in Alberta, you know, Canada, can, you know, I, there's nobody around here that does this. Can you please, you know, do it over the computer screen or if I send you some pictures and I won't do it because everything is very, very subtle. And the differences between say a bright winter color palette and a cool winter color palette, which is just a little bit more blue based and a little bit darker and a little bit softer. Um, it's the difference between you looking like magic and radiating and all that sparkly stuff we saw when we put you in those colors and you being kind of okay. And I just wouldn't take that risk with anybody because I know the difference between me in something that's close, but not really great, you know, and I don't want to build my wardrobe with things that aren't, that aren't close enough. So I really think, you know, generally people that have dark hair, dark eyes are going to fall into a dark season. Generally people that look like me, lighter hair, lighter eyes are, but there's a lot of variations within those seasons for sure. <laughs> just like, just like summer, right? You can have days that are in the fifties and you can have days that are in the hundreds. You know, there's just a lot of variety within the seasons. And so it's critical that you kind of take the scientific approach. And I'm very, very, very particular about that part of it because I want it to be right, you know? Now, I think one of my most exciting and sad moments is when we went through my makeup. So for those of you who haven't done this, and I highly recommend it, um, Carrie tells you to bring all of your makeup and quote unquote, your makeup brushes, which I didn't bring my bad, but you bring all of your makeup, literally everything you have, which if anyone's like me, I've accumulated a lot of things over the years. And she literally goes through the colors, like from mascara to lipstick, foundation, blush, and everything in the middle. And is literally like, mm, 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 nope, I wouldn't do this. Nope, nope, I wouldn't do that. Oh, well, maybe we can make this work. We'll put this here, <laughs> right? And like my like make this work pile was like three things. So that was very interesting because I came home and my daughter was like, what's this? I'm like, this is a pile of makeup mom can't wear because she looks ugly. <laughs> she started laughing and she goes, oh, does that mean I can use it then? And I was like, no, but I have it like on a shelf in the back. And I think that was awesome because not only did you kind of go through the colors, but then you also said, hey, here's the makeup that's going to really go with this and make it work. Even to the point where you had samples and products that we could buy, which I then ended up doing because very quickly I realized <laughs> I have no lipstick and no blush. Um, but that was a really cool experience. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it. Well, you know, as I told you when you came in, I don't do a makeover because I really believe that when you wear the right colors on your body and your hair is the right color, you need minimal makeup. And what I want, I want you to see in, you know, in that, in the studio environment, how little makeup you need, you know? But if you're going to put makeup on, you got to make sure it is all in harmony and balance. And so what I discovered, you know, when I first started my business, I didn't want to do makeup. I was like, you know what? I want everybody to feel natural and look natural. And this isn't about like putting on a lot of makeup. And I was right in that sense. But what I realized quickly, like really quickly, was that what's in style with makeup right now, and it has been for you know, decades is these really kind of natural muted earthy, you know, kind of colors that nobody feels scared wearing. They're nude, they're, they're toned down. And that was all my stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you were like 95% of the people that come into the studio and they're, they're actually beautiful on what I would call my soft autumns, which are like, they're very muted and 
their coloring anyway, right? They look okay on those people, but they look terrible on sort of the rest of us. And so I created my own line of cosmetics early on. I mean, that was, a, that was a, you know, a lot of work because I wanted to have the full range of formulas for all the color palettes. And I also wanted to make sure that I controlled the ingredients. I didn't want any junk being put on people's faces. So that process then you get to see a few simple things using color science and color harmony science, like the same concepts that we apply to how you're going to put together your clothing and a few simple colors on your face. And wow, I mean, somebody like you and all of those dull, washed out, earthy cosmetics, just, it just took the whole look that we had created and would have, would have, would have washed you right out. So we, I, you got to see yourself in something a little bit brighter, something a little bit cooler, something a little bit deeper and darker, which matches your coloring. And so, you know, I think between the, you know, the cosmetics and, you know, the, the swatch book that you have, you don't really need a lot and you don't need, you, you need, I'm usually putting significantly less makeup on people than they normally would wear, but it's tactical it's balanced and it's, it's creating a harmony and it's not about the makeup. You know, I have some fun, fun, fun testimonials that people have sent me. They're like, Oh my gosh, my husband is like, you can wear lipstick and I'm not afraid of you. Or, you know, they just feel like they finally found a lipstick that they can wear every day, you know, and that's because so funny. Well, do you remember what happened to me? Because you put on like this bright one and I was like, Oh my God, I feel like I should be going out to like a gala, a formal event. And you were so cute. You were like, Gina, this is what people wear every day. And I was like, oh, I was like, is there a lighter version of this too? And I actually ended up buying both. And it's funny because I do think like, am I just kind of like bombing around? Because if so, I'm going to use kind of the gentler color version. And if I'm like going out for the evening, I do still think wearing the other color because I just, I'm not, I, it's almost like retraining my brain in to see what I look like in the mirror when I walk past a mirror, because I'm not used to bright lips because I did fall into that bad thing of, you know, muted tones and natural color lips, which again are fine for some people. But like you said, like on me, the color popped, but it's just retraining my brain to get used to seeing what I look like sometimes. And it, it's still, it takes a while, I think. Well, you know, we are so cultured into, into toning ourselves down. You know, people are wandering around in really dull, you know, colors and, you know, dark, heavy blacks and things. And we're not used to letting our light shine and we're not used to having everything in balance. So let's say, you know, we're coming into autumn right now, right? And let's say you're like, oh, goody, it's autumn. I'm going to put on a rust sweater, which would be ghastly on you, Gina. You're going <laughs> to, what are you going to do? Throw it out then. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to wear, you're not going to wear your bright fuchsia lipstick with the, with the, with the rust colored sweater because everything, you know, it's going to feel off. Right. But if you're wearing your colors 12 months of the year, which is what the goal is, of course, that one lipstick that you bought or those two lipsticks that you bought, actually, you can wear every day. Like you can wear those, those every single month of the year. And you don't have to worry about, you know, finding something that's so neutral that it, that it goes with rust and it goes with fuchsia and it goes with this, you wear the thing that goes with you and all your colors that you wear go with you. And you never have to think about it again. And you know, you're looking your best. And, and I think, so go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that was another 
huge learning. I was always under the impression, and I don't know where I came up with this, was that like you change your colors for the seasons. And when you said like, no, 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 no. Like these are your colors 12 year, 12 months a year, right? Whether it's December or June, you can still wear fuchsia or royal blue or navy blue or white, theoretically, right? And I was like, say what? Right. So that's another <laughs> aspect of this that I'm still I, I mild anxiety, maybe, because I'm thinking, okay, in December, what am I gonna do? Like wrap myself up in a cozy fuchsia sweater? Well, yeah, absolutely. And you, I mean, as a winter, you it's easy for you because you wear black, you wear dark brown. I mean, you've got you've got those cranberries on your palette and stuff like that. You're gonna it's that season of the year is gonna be easy for you because that's your season. And I think this is the number one thing that people aren't used to because what we do, well, what we do is we buy new clothes based on what season of the year we're in. So it's, if it's May, we're going to wear Robin's egg and we're going to wear all those pastels and things. Mm -hmm. But think about it. We don't change. Our, our coloring stays the same. It's the seasons around us that change. Mm -hmm. And so what I do is, you know, I might not wear my yellows so much in the middle of the winter when my skin doesn't have any color in it as much. I might be might lean more towards the deeper grays and the deeper blues in my palette in the middle of the winter. But I've again discovered that wearing my colors 12 months of the year hasn't been that big of a leap. It's just like you said, it's retraining our thinking and understanding that the, the seasons around us are changing and we're not, you know, and we, we're going to look, we're going to look, you know, you want to look your best 12 months of the year. You just do. It makes complete sense hearing you explain it. I'm like, well, duh. But I just feel like after 40 years of like, oh, we switch colors. And a lot of it's probably gimmicky on, you know, the clothing lines, because they want us to do that type of stuff. But, um, oh yeah. I mean, that, that's a whole nother aspect to this. You know, the number one reason like for me that I got into this was, was the stuff I talked about earlier in the podcast, like finding something that was helpful to people. And that was, you know, create creative and just would, you know, bring something to Rochester and now to the world that they weren't really aware of, but I hate waste and I hate closets full of clothes and people like tons and tons and tons of clothes that don't go together and people don't like them and they waste and there's bags and bags and bags and bags of clothes that are just wasteful. And what this does is it means you need so few clothes. I mean, the same, I can wear the same pair of shoes with almost every, every outfit in my closet. When I travel, I can pack a small little tiny bag and everything goes together. I can use the same the same pair of pants 12 months of the year that I can wear different ways based on, you know, based on what season I'm in. And it, 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 it limits your need to have tons and tons and tons and tons of different things. I mean, I could put together thousands of outfits and I'm literally working on this project right now where I will show people thousands of outfits that I can put together with a few simple pieces in my wardrobe. And that's no joke. Oh. And that would be, I mean, it's just so much, it's so much fun. And the thing is, is that I'm not lacking. I'm not, you know, I'm not wishing that I had something else because the truth of this is, is that this is who we really are. And my goal in this is to help people 
to get more tools into figuring out who they really are. And a lot of my younger clients, they just know it more. You know, you and I, Gina, we're in our forties and well, I'm a little older than you. <laughs> and you know, we've been, we've been slaughtered with so many different things. Everybody needs a little black dress. This is what's in trend. You got to have this, you got to have that. All these things that we've been taught all of our life, right? And the truth of the matter is we need to really figure out more about who we really are, what our personality is, what our, what our clothing preferences are. And, no, and once you start to see how these colors work for you, you start to remember, oh my gosh, that dress that I wore to my, you know, my friend's wedding that I loved and I got so many compliments on, that's on this palette. Or, oh my gosh, you know, my mother used to say, you look so great in this color. Why don't you wear this color more often? And all of these things for people in my generation, those are the things they're hawking back to when they, when they get their palette. They're, they're going, wow, yes, yes. Or, you know, I look great in this picture and that kind of thing. So it really means you just need so much less and it's so much easier and getting dressed is so much easier. I mean, I love what you're saying. Cause as you're going through that, I'm thinking I could pare down half of my closet. And I think some of it's stuff that I just hold on to because I feel like I need to have it. But I think as an adult too, there are so many ways that we can make this easier. Like I have zero time to go shopping for clothes, but I do stitch fix. And right after we did this, I had sent a message to my little shopping coordinator and told her like, Hey, just had my colors done. I'm a bright white hint, hint, wink, wink, you know, look up Pinterest if you need ideas, but here's what it means in general. Can we focus on these? And Oh, by the way, I needed jeans. And that's literally what she sent me. And it was like pulling out these like preset colors in different styles for me that I was like, okay, right now, of course I was outside my comfort zone because I'm still getting used to these colors, but I think it's a little bit easier as adults. There are different ways that we can kind of filter these few huge pieces. Oh yeah. Closet. And I, I, I was working with Stitch Fix for a while and I just told them I'm a color analyst. I will not wear anything that's not my color. Here's a link to my website. Um, these are the swatch books that I coincidentally manufacture and created. And I am the color analyst. And oh, by the way, they're my colors and I'm sending my clients to you. So don't waste your time by sending me anything that's not these colors. So they actually had a visual reference and, you know, did a pretty good job of sending me only those colors and in my style. So again, it just like, it, it cuts to the chase at a limit. And I was like, I am not having them do all this shipping and sending me clothes and things that don't work. And I'm not going to recommend them to, them to my clients unless I'm hundred percent sure they can do this. Yep. So, you know, again, the, those swatch books, um, the swatch book that you got, um, is very, very, very unique too. I mean, that was a whole nother labor of love after I did the cosmetics. Um, I realized that the, the old swatch books that I was using that were more like paint chips weren't really helpful as much in shopping for clothing because clothing is fiber scarves and yarn and stuff like that is fiber so about seven years ago I started to develop my own line of, of swatch books and the swatch books that you got show all the neutrals that are right for you like you said your whites your grays your blacks your browns your metallics um, all your reds your blues your greens 
your pinks, your purples, your yellows, and your, your colors are different than mine, but we both can wear variations on all of those colors. Mm-hmm. And the swatch book is such an incredible tool because you use it when you purchase cosmetics. You use it when you go to the hairdresser to talk about, you know, this is what my hair color, you know, should be. You use it when you pick out nail polish, you use it. Some people, some people even use it, um, you know, when they're picking out a paint color for their home. And, you know, I know in the houses, lots of different people live in a house usually. So it isn't necessarily that you're going to use all your colors in your house, although lots of my clients do. But one of the cool things is, is I created these 12 swatch books that are very, very visually beautiful. They're harmonious. And one of the strange things that happened was I, st- I realized that lots and lots and lots of artists and interior designers and fiber artists, you know, were buying the swatch books to get their hands on the color harmony so that when they were painting or, you know, working on an interior design schemata, they had this visual tool that doesn't just translate to personal color. It translates to color anywhere. Anytime you're working with color harmony, they're applicable. So this is, you know, this is the color science that I utilize and, and promote because where there's color harmony, there's harmony, <laughs> you know, right. I mean, color, color travels to our eyes the same way music travels to our ears. So when we see someone who is visually represented in harmony, they present as a unified whole and it feels good. I mean, Gina, when somebody looks at you and your hair doesn't have that auburn in it anymore, and you've got those brighter cosmetics on minimally, and you've got your bright fuchsia on and your yellow shoes or whatever, they're going to look at you and they're going to feel the same way that they would feel if they were listening to a kick-ass song for the first time that they loved. I mean, it just happens and you, you're experiencing it, I'm sure. I mean, People mm-hmm. don't, people don't believe me when I say people are going to notice and within a week you'll be getting people talking to you and saying things to you at work. You know, they'll go, Hey, you look great. What's going on? Or somebody at the post office. I mean, I get stopped at the post office all the time, you know, because color harmony is energy and it just, people can't help themselves. They just, they feel it. They see it, you know, and they're probably not used to it. They're not. And this is what I mean. Like you were saying, you have to retrain yourself because we live in a culture where, you know, we're, we're dulling ourselves down. We're, you know, and I'm not, people think I'm going to tell them I don't like black. I encouraged you to wear black, but what I, (laughs) what I don't like is that we, we default to black and black is the color of oppression. It's the color of plague. It's the color of death. It's the color, you know, there's, there's still countries in the world where women aren't allowed to wear color. And I just feel like black is great, but let's bring color into the world. Let's, you know, let's radiate, let's shine, you know, let's not, let's not dumb ourselves down in terms of our visual presentation, you know, and it's just fun. I mean, isn't it so fun? I know. I've really, it's it's been, it's been a a whole new summer for me of looking at colors differently. Um, Getting used to my lips being a shade of whatever it is. But it's true. I did. I, I got my toenail collar and I was like, yep, it needs to be this. Right. And I even followed up with you because, you know, I guess, you know, there are certain stores that are going to lend itself to my colors, but I wrote to you and I was like, so when you say white, do you mean bright white or do you mean like cream or ivory or, you know, and you were like, no, white, 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 white. And I was like, got it. Thank you. Right. So like, even after you've been awesome and like kind of guiding me through it, which I'm sure is a service you provide to everybody. 
Um, but I had two last questions for you before we wrap this up. And one is a selfish one, because of course, when I got home, my daughter was like, oh my God, I want to do that. Now she's 11. But out of curiosity, do you do this like on a kid's version? So um, what I, I used to think, well, maybe 11 year olds are too young, right? But what I'm realizing is, first of all, it depends on the interest and the maturity level of the kid if they're wanting to do it. Uh, I, don't, I don't ever do a simplified version because I don't ever want, I mean, with, with young girls or young boys, I am certainly not going to be putting them in full makeup that they would wear on a stage. No, or yeah, like that. that would be a simplified but version. I could do, you know, I would do a color analysis for it. I am definitely seeing that it, I, I actually, this, I actually had a woman who had some newborn babies and that were, well, they were about a year old. And she asked me if I would do their colors. And I was like, I don't know about that. I've never done that. But you know what? She brought these twins in and I, I realized it was very, very apparent a year old baby, I could see absolutely there was no, it was no different than how I was analyzing my, I have clients all the way up into their nineties. I just did my grand aunt last year and she's 95. So it, it, the science behind it is that it is applicable to absolutely everybody. I've, 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 I have every single solitary, you know, gender, race, age, there's, there's nobody that this doesn't work for. Okay. Secondly, though, I would do, I think for the younger girls, especially because they're more likely to wear makeup, it's a wonderful rite of passage in showing them as they start to enter the world of learning how to wear makeup, simple tools, simple, classic. simple, simple, classic, yeah. right. And a lot, I have a lot of grandmothers actually who bring their younger granddaughters in who were between the ages of 11 and 16. And we just do some very simple things so they can see when you're ready, if you're ready and you want to start experimenting, this would be the way to go. And, you know, one of the problems is the younger girls, oftentimes they, they start out and they just throw a ton of like dark eye makeup on. Oh, they do. yes. It's and not it's my daughter. I, I told yeah. her, I'm like, your goal is not to look like a clown. And I mean that with a lot of love. And she's like, yeah. mom. And I was like, no, but stop and assess the situation when you're done. <laughs> right. And so it's a really great rite of passage. It's a really great getting them started in a positive way. It's a way for them to know more about themselves as they start to enter into these more challenging years in middle school and high school and then on into college and stuff like that. So I absolutely tailor the color analysis to the age and the personality and all of that of every client of mine, including, you know, somebody like, like your daughter who would be yeah. you know, really, really on the young age, but you know, and I'm, and I'm finding that that they're really open to it and it just gets them started. And I believe maybe not in my lifetime, but I believe that this will be something eventually that everyone will do is just part of growing up. Like, you know, learning how to get a bank account for the first time. It's like, it's going to be part of, of course. Can you imagine those days before I knew people, people were walking around buying colors that didn't look good on them. I mean, right. This is going to be a, like right now it's like a novelty or like, your friend said, oh, you should do it as a special treat for yourself. It will not be that right in the future. Right. So, you know, I think 11, 12 is a great time. You know, well, it's I a feel like time. as they're coming into like that whole, like you said, middle school, building confidence, starting to wear makeup. And of course, what did she do? She just went into my bag of, you know, here are the things Gina shouldn't wear and said, well, maybe I'll wear them. Right. And I was like, sure, that's fine. And then a part of me was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. 
maybe I should take her, you know, and like the goal would be like a lipstick, a blush, and she wears black mascara, right? Like we just start there and like we can come back, you know, and five years or four years and do like a little bit more, you know, whatever, but we'll be able to walk out with enough tools to go, okay, if this is what you want to wear on your lips, this is the color that's going to, you know, really work with your skin tone and your colors versus this is mom's sloppy second. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So then I know that you've got a lot of different balls in the air of awesome, cool things that you're doing. So what else are you working on right now that you're super pumped about and can't wait to share? Oh, well, you know, I, my, my website, indigotones.com is kind of a a dinosaur. I, 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 it's got all the right content on it in some ways, but it's, it's old, older. And I, I'm going to be launching a new website and new web store on my web store. I sell my swatch books that I've created and I manufacture right here in Rochester. I sell my cosmetics. I sell clothes for every shape, style, color. I have all kinds of products on my website and my web store. And I'm going to be launching a whole new updated site within the next month or so. And I'm really excited about that. I've got some new branding and it's just, it's, it's just really, it's very colorful and I'm really excited about that. And I've just been working with some really great businesses. I, I just recently um, was out at the United States pageant and I worked with all the, 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 the women who were crowned um, queens in that pageant and I'm working with some local businesses here, some local retail businesses. And I'm, um, I'm working with, you know, I was, I'm a graduate of Syracuse University uh, School of Management and I'm doing some, um, I'm doing some work with, you know, the, the alumni groups with Syracuse University. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm teaching classes through the Rochester Brainery and I'm teaching classes, you know, with the community education and, I just love to get out and talk about color. I love to talk about this business. I love people to know more about themselves. I love to help people. Um, I just, I love people to make their lives simpler. And this is just one of the, one of the best ways to make your life more colorful and more simple. Oh, it sounds like you have so many fun things going on and I can't wait to see the new website. I know I'm on yours frequently. I'm like, oh, what does she have up there now? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Well, this has been awesome, Carrie, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your morning to chat with us. And for those of you who do want to learn more, like Carrie said, she does have her website, which is indigotones.com. We'll definitely all have to check in about a month or a month and a half to see the new upgrade. Um, But you can also get her on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, So Carrie, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Gina. It was so much fun. Loved it. Hey Tribe, thanks for tuning in today. I hoped you loved these few minutes you got to separate from your tactical life to do something for yourself. Of course, we're on iTunes, but Instagram is our place of choice. Follow us there, listen to past episodes, or DM me at Gina Seminary. Make sure you kick some ass today. Love ya.